0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode number seven of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm here with Rick, my personal trainer. Hey guys. Rick is, how long have you been my trainer for? Literally like two years.
1: Yeah, just over, just, yeah, about a year and a half now.
0: A year and a half. And he's changed my life. I'm just going to put it out, (laughs) put it that way. Um, He literally has changed my body, changed my mentality towards my body and food. And he's just so incredible. And I thought I had to bring him on the podcast for one of my first episodes because... Like Our conversations are just so worthy of other people hearing, I think.
1: They're epic. They are different, to be fair.
0: Every time we train, I feel like it's like a therapy session. (laughs) But yeah, so I thought I would ask Rick some questions today. Um, But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I mean, so I've been with Mimi for about a year and a half now. Um, I'm a very different... I have a different take on training. I think it should be always about lifestyle. And you shouldn't put yourself under too much pressure in regards to, like, a, a total body change. It should be a lifestyle thing, and it should be manageable. And I I pride myself on working my own body and with clients literally like that.
0: Yeah, literally. Your training, like, ways are so different to other trainers that I've worked with. Like, I've worked with maybe five, six, seven trainers in my life. Yeah. Um, and you're the only one that stayed consistent. Um, I'm not saying the other ones weren't good. They were definitely, some of them were really good, but you have just completely, like your way of training is by changing your mind yeah. towards your body. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah it's not just about working out. If you want to change your body and you want to reach this ultimate potential of who you could be, exactly, it's not about going to the gym and hating your life. It's so about, you know, just changing your mentality towards all of it.
1: I think it should be fun and functional and dynamic. Um, and that always helps, you know, it shouldn't be a stressed out thing you shouldn't stress out that you're going to work out you should be happy that you're going to get up and work out and it should be manageable for you and your lifestyle the relationship you have with someone is super important
0: yeah absolutely that's why like I consider you like a really good friend of mine and like because I see you like four times a freaking week of
1: course like I better be good friends yeah we
0: better be (laughs) so uh yeah I personally think like if if you guys can afford it and you really want to get to your goal body and you can afford a trainer, like I really highly recommend doing that because it just like keeps you accountable. And I think in today's podcast, I really just want to touch on what you can do to achieve your ultimate body. Um, as a little background, I don't know if you guys know this, I've said it a few times on my Instagram or vlogs, but I've lost over 10 pounds of fat in the past year. And it's because I've been so consistent with my training with Rick.
1: Really consistent.
0: Yeah, so consistent. And you keep me accountable, Rick. And I don't think I would, you know, be as consistent if I didn't have you. Even sure. if I know how to work out in the gym. Sure. I mean, if I know the right techniques, like, you're just there judging me if I don't come. You know, <laughs> I think just once in my life, I've canceled on you last minute because I was hungover. Literally. Once in my life. Once. Because it's just like, if I'm not in it, then like, you know, if you, do you have clients that, that are just like really annoying to work with because they don't, they're not committed? You're like, why are we wasting both of our time?
1: To be honest, luckily for me now, now, in, in, where I'm at a stage of my career, I don't work with anyone that I don't want to work with. And I always have that conversation from the start that you need to commit. If you commit, I commit. If yeah. the client doesn't commit, I won't commit and you will see it in my my body language and how I am and it wouldn't last it wouldn't last long so for sure you you know you you, you have to be you have to be committed and that way we will get get to where you need to be mm-hmm. you know that's the key it's it's something that you're doing with someone for guidance but ultimately it comes down to yourself or the client you know
0: yeah because it literally affects your your image too if, if someone you're training like just doesn't get better and like doesn't have that drive you don't want to deal with them like it's 100%, annoying
1: 100 percent. and it's also knowledge i mean it's a learning curve for for me everyone i work with because every individual is different and you got to find a way to motivate that person and keep them focused but it's also knowledge for them what's so great about you is that you you look into other things without me other diets other other ways yeah. of looking after yourself without me, it's not solely based on what I tell you to do, you know? Totally. So,
0: I'm a researcher. <laughs> you're a researcher, which is
1: very important and it's key. And, and and also it's about finding what works for you, you know? And that has been one of the key things in, in your change so far.
0: Yeah. So like I was saying before, like definitely think our training consistently has been such a big part of my body transformation sure. and it's really given me the lines and the toning, that I've needed to look the way that I do now. I'm definitely not where I want to be yet 100%, but I think I'll be there in the next yeah, you're 2 on your months. Way. You're on your way. Yeah, mean, my that. goal is in the next 2 months I'm just going to tighten up the last <laughs> the last bits sure. and um hopefully be where I've always wanted to be. And you know what? The other thing is diet. That's a whole other podcast. And you guys can listen to the podcast that I do with Stella, my nutritionist about this, but Rick is also pretty informative about eating. And, um, we'll delve into that when we ask the questions later, but quickly, like the other thing that I did to lose the 10 pounds of fat was a mixture of intermittent fasting and eating a higher fat, lower carb, whole food, healthy diet. And, Rick, also, you know, you promote just no BS. Like, honestly, just whole real fucking food. And that's it.
1: Just real, healthy, clean food. That's
0: it. Yeah. Also, overeating. And, like, I think a lot of women especially struggle with overeating and hormone issues. And, like, if you're on your period, you're like, oh, I can eat whatever I want today. So, Rick has also really helped me when I'm having those days where I'm just, like, I feel like shit. I feel like I haven't changed at all. I'm literally craving all these different foods. Like, what the fuck? He helps me with, like, the mentality behind why I want to overeat. Like, if you bash out why you're feeling emotional in a certain way, you won't do the stress like reducing things that your habits are used to doing. Exactly. So, I think we should start with the questions. Shoot. Okay, Mr. Rick White. What are the biggest setbacks your clients run into and how do you deal with them?
1: Mm, Good question, actually. Um, Setbacks. I feel like a lot of people set unrealistic goals um and they target a a maybe an image or um a body type in an unrealistic way i think the biggest setback is not being realistic
0: so So having like unattainable goals in a certain amount of time
1: exactly it could be that someone has a a a goal body but it's not their body type at all so that goal body is never going to happen their goal body, their individual goal body, and them being healthier, tighter, leaner, you know, fitter—that's 100% achievable. But uh, ascertaining someone else's body type is not going to work, and I think that's the biggest setback people have. Um, it's unrealistic goals.
0: So, and then they get upset when they don't reach that goal by a certain amount of time, and they kind of give up. Is that what sometimes happens, it, or exa- like
1: exactly? But that's also again uh going back to what we said earlier that comes down to a bit of knowledge and experience. If you have someone with you, like myself for example, who is going to just curve those little things that you're you're thinking that you feel are right, but they're a little bit unrealistic. It's just having someone to keep you in line to keep you in line and get you to understand what's good for you and how it's gonna benefit you and that your goal will be achieved. it has to be realistic it has to be a great like a certain time frame you have to allow your body to get into training not just okay i've started training so it's going to change just like that yeah that's unrealistic
0: and that's what i love about you how honest you are because like i remember a few times over the past year i've been (laughs) like okay i'm gonna be there at my goal body in two months and you're like yeah you can do it but you'll have to work fucking hard yeah and then i don't end up working as hard as i wanted to and then you're like well you know like, you can do it in the next two months, too. Or, like, you know, it, you're very, like, realistic. So I know that, like, when you tell me something, it's not lying.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also where where you start from. Um, you know, someone's fitness journey or, or lifestyle change could be starting from a complete scratch where they have no knowledge of food, no knowledge of training, they don't know techniques, and that's not their fault, you know? They just haven't done it before, so they don't know it. Whereas I could start with someone else who has, you know, always trained always done things always done a sport so to speak and they have a more athletic body can I say and then they want to hit a certain target and they will probably hit a lot quicker because they understand movements they understand food they've done it before so it really is the biggest setback I find is unrealistic goals yeah that's it
0: totally and I just want to touch on what you just said about like knowledge knowledge is power and especially for training and for losing weight it's like I am now healthily obsessed with health. Like I listen to podcasts, like I'm working out listening to podcasts on how your liver works. Like I'm just really interested in how your body works and, and just to keep you at your healthiest. I want to live a really long time and I want to, you know, unleash this potential that I have. You
1: care, you care about yourself. I care. So
0: I think that's also really helped me with motivation. It's like, if I'm feeling kind of blood, it's like, you know, I'm not going to go eat that really awful thing because I now know what it does to my body. Body. I was
1: just about to say again, because you've researched and you've researched for yourself, you understand that putting certain foods and fuels into your body is actually, it, it's doing your body a massive injustice. Yeah. But you will only know that if you take the time to, to uh, research and find out what these things do to your body. So again, mo- a lot of people, um, they have this issue where they put things or they eat certain foods because they don't know really what it actually does to yeah. them. And that's what it is. They don't. You do a lot of
0: artificial that's shit.
1: That's it. That's it. And a lot of people don't know. They don't have the knowledge.
0: Yeah, they just think it says low fat on the package from the factory. And they're like, oh, I should eat that. It's yeah. like, no. Yeah. Eat healthy fat. Go eat a whole a avocado. Yeah, exactly.
1: Go have a look at things. Look at what works for you. And and just, just research food. Research what, what foods do. And and then you can go from there. You can have totally. someone guide you into how much you should eat. Again, you want, you're not going to know that just from researching what foods. But you will know the difference between a, a mcdonald's meal for example and a food a meal from whole foods
0: mm-hmm. you know? yeah and cook also to cook yeah do you yeah. yourself all right so number two what are some of your top tips on getting seriously motivated top tips like that's how why are like you're hungry for success that's yeah. why i think we get on so well because yeah. we're both You know, we think outside the box and we're both hungry for more all the time. And you, you are always constantly changing yourself. Like if you want to lean out, you literally lean out in a week and you're just driven. You're like, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing this. If you want to bulk up, it's like the next time I see you, you're like, you you just look incredible. It's like, you're always committed. How do you stay so motivated? And what do you tell your clients that aren't as motivated?
1: I think that motivation comes from the people that I work with also, because how can you how can you tell someone or motivate someone to do something and you can't do it for yourself? Totally. To me, that's one of the biggest and most shameful things I see on a day-to-day basis, and I see it with other trainers. Other trainers are, you know, telling clients to do or live a certain lifestyle, but they're not living or leading that lifestyle themselves. How does that work? And if, for example, we're talking about fitness... How can you be in fitness and try to get people to their ultimate goals and their best self and you're not in shape? That means you're not your best self, you know? Yeah. So for me, what keeps me motivated is leading by example and also working with people and the people that I work with, my clients, their motivation also motivates me. Mm. So we're always learning. I, I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world when it comes to anything. How can You can always learn you know, I'm good at what I'm good at, but I can still learn in that field. So the motivation is to be my best self. And that's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing, it's like in school, it's like you're in school all the time. You're always learning.
0: So your, your motivation and hunger just comes from knowing that you can do better, basically.
1: 100%. You could always do better. I'm, I'm I'm always trying to be the best version of myself.
0: Okay, so what about this? What if you have a client that comes to you and says, listen, I'm committed to being healthier. I'm committed to actually seeing what my most healthy body looks like and I want to train. But I just, like, I love cake and I love drinking and I love eating out. I just, like, it's it's a struggle for me because I can come to the gym, but it's, like, I can't stop eating the cookies at night and yeah. I just, like, yeah. in the moment, I'm just, like, oh, I'd rather be happy than, like, fit well that's one what of my that? that's
1: one of my key things i feel like you shouldn't cut everything of anything i think you should always have the things that you love even if they are unhealthy or you know a, a, a cheat meal or so on it's just managing it as and when you have it how often you have it you should never not have it if you often go out to eat
0: so how often should you have these quote cheat things well it
1: also depends on the person the body and the goal but at the, at the end of the day, I cheat every week. Every single week, I cheat. I have, I love cake. So I have a cake at, at the weekend. Um, or if I fancy a, a burger, I always have a burger, but, but you like, don't have to have a burger. That's unhealthy. You can go to restaurants mm. or you can make a burger yourself and, you know, get some lean mint meat, put it together and make your own burger. it, it, it you know, it's just again about quality, quality and also knowledge. If you have healthy food generally every day and you want to have a cake, on the weekend or a, a, a dessert at the end of the day which a dessert doesn't have to be fatty it doesn't have to be unhealthy a dessert could be um you know some fruits with some a really good zero percent low-fat yogurt for example no
0: high fat fat is good well i know low we fat kind of
1: or high again depending on the person what, high fat what, low what, sugar <laughs> what, but it, it really depends but what i'm saying is even the healthiest food, all the time, can sometimes be a bit too much. Yeah. You know, you have to have that balance is what I'm basically trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I know. That's
0: it. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but you're right, yeah, moderation is literally everything. Moderation. Everything, everything, everything. Because then if you feel like you're deprived, you binge. Or I know I would binge if I just am deprived for so long and I just have a day where I'm like, fuck it.
1: Literally, that's it. Basically, uh, also, one more thing, a lot of people feel like if you're going to make a body change, or or something that you have to be the most extreme.
0: Yeah. You don't. You don't.
1: You don't have to be extreme. You're not you're not competing in a uh you know, a body competition of like how lean you could be, dropping to four percent body fat and stuff like that, which is unrealistic and unsustainable. You're just managing your life and trying to be a healthier version of yourself. So you don't need to cut anything completely, you just need to manage it and balance it out.
0: Yeah, and to be honest with you, like, I remember a year ago when I first started this journey, I was like, I want to be there in three months. I want to be on my goal body in, you know, months' time. But then, you know what? Like, even if I physically could lose 10 pounds in two months, I, I feel like because I didn't and I was a bit more realistic about it and i lived kind of a normal life i wasn't really restricting and not going out at all and not eating out because of this these have now been ingrained in my in my brain like these habits so it's more sustainable now i'm going to you know have these amazing healthy habits forever i feel And if it was a kind of a crash diet and workout thing for two, three months, and I just wanted to get there as quickly as I could, I feel like I might have gone back to my old habits and then regained the weight. Like, so, I feel like that would have maybe happened. So that,
1: Normally, with most people, that does happen because they set themselves maybe, uh, you know, a six to eight week program that they're going to follow religiously. And then because they got some results with that, they think, okay, I'm okay, I can just do that anytime. So then they just change their body type. I mean, change their habits, sorry, yeah. completely again. And then they put on weight again or they 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 don't maintain that body type. So if you generally manage that over a a longer period and make it more of a lifestyle change, you you won't have to worry about having a dessert if you want a dessert Mm -hmm. or it's because it's balanced all the way through. Yeah. You know,
0: is it true that like the faster you lose weight, the faster it is for you to put it back on and like the slower you lose weight, the harder it is for you to put it back on. Is that true? I don't even know.
1: it it can it it does happen but that again all comes down to mindset
0: it's what you
1: allow yourself to do and what you allow yourself not to do
0: true very true and all right back to you for a quick second like I said before, you are so good at like leaning out and getting super tight. And then you're also good at building muscle yeah. and you are just so in control of your body. Like, you know, it works for you and you're just on top of it. How the fuck do you do it? Like, how do you, like, what do you do? Tell me your yeah, regime. It's a good
1: question. I think because, like you said, I'm very in tune with my body. I know what works for me. Um, I know how to drop weight. I know how to lean out. I know how to build muscle. Um, but my, my body is very responsive. Mm -hmm. So I, I know, for example, if I want to lean up, I'll eat, uh, quite a bit of protein. So every, every meal will have some sort of protein source within it. And,
0: um, I have
1: a lot less carbs, Yeah, a lot less carbs for me. I can, I can manage that. I can maintain having low carbs, high fats like you and high protein. Yeah. So that's what works for my body type. I don't. I don't cut carbs completely because we need carbs and also vegetables f- are carbs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And throughout my day, I, I get up early and I finish late, and I'm I'm working a physical job. I'm with people all day, so you need slow burning fuel that can keep you going throughout the day. So I do definitely have carbs, but mainly a lot more fats and protein. And yeah. I could I could eat, you know five six seven eight times throughout the day just wow. very small portions constantly every two hours or every hour and a half or just in between my clients i, I take Yeah, some people, you don't even
0: have time for like a big sit-down well, you know, meal like, like you're are always are on the like, go yeah, yeah yeah
1: so with that that's that's what i do and I, just you meal prep? I do meal prep i do meal prep it, organization is to be honest is key because if you're not organized you will cheat if you're not organized you will just pick up something that's there even if it's not exactly what you need at the time because you just need something. So if you have things... um, It's like this. If you go shopping and you put things in your cupboard that you shouldn't really have, you're going to eat it. If you put things in your cupboard that you need to have and you should have, you're going to eat it. So the only things I have around me when I'm trying to lean up, for example, are things that my body needs. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally totally, totally. That's That's all. You're so good. Like you're just so committed when you decide on something, you do it. And that's just how you are. That's very true. All right. So next, um, you, which one is it? Let's talk about transformations really quick. What are some crazy or just one crazy transformation that you've seen with one of your clients, like physically, mentally,
1: we can just, we can, you know, I've seen many, but let's talk about you. I think your transformation has been amazing because the transformation that you've had—it's not about you having two, three months worth of uh, training and, and work and knowledge, and then all of a sudden you're at your goal. No, it's—it's it's about the journey, and the journey that I've—I've—I've I've, I've seen you go through is amazing because you, you're learning about yourself. And to be honest, I feel like you—you're coming from a place where you didn't really understand the way you were training before. And I feel like now you understand the way and why and how and what it does for your body and what it does for your mindset. So you can have it, like you say, a quick fix, but it will be a quick fix and it won't be sustainable. Whereas what you're doing is more than sustainable and it's obvious the changes that you've made. So it's not necessarily always about the time frame in which you do it and it's about what you're getting from it. And the process, and the process with you has been great. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like you've I've learned so much, grown a lot. Yeah, yeah. learned so much, and and it's not always right, you know. Not everything or every uh, uh, example of, a, say, a diet or something that you've done has been the right one for you. But that is what I mean. That's the process of learning and understanding. And I think your change has been has been crazy.
0: It's crazy because it's, well, you've
1: seen how many messages I get yeah, every day. Yeah. Uh, every time we train, there's always messages about, "Oh my God, the, the change that that like Mimi's gone through is amazing," and 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 the biggest compliment you can have is when people see it.
0: And yeah, you, and it you is. Don't,
1: and you don't ask the question. You know, they just they come through and say to you like, "Wow, yeah. you know, you've changed so much or whatever." And it, that's a process.
0: You're right, and that's I think my favorite thing about all of this honestly like other than feeling healthier and lighter and just like a better version of myself I love when people notice because it just like really gives me that that satisfaction on how much work I've put in. Of course. And even, like, I've had a few, um, I've made a few before and after photos that obviously I'm not really going to make public. It's a bit personal, but I've shown Rick. And um, actually, I have a new one I'm going to show you. Sorry, it's, like, teasing the listeners. But but, um, the changes are insane. Yeah, like, I didn't realize the changes until I look at before and after photos. So if you're starting on this fitness journey and you've really want to change take a before and after photo do one from the back from the side from the front and just have it for you you can put it in a little locked folder if you want but honestly it it, it makes you because for me personally here look at that oh my god for me personally crazy. i i don't some days i have cool like
1: pick, but
0: crazy i know i just showed him like basically a picture of me in underwear god ben said i could show you so it's fine <laughs> it's perfect
1: Me and ben we got each other's back no i
0: really. know he know he knows. <laughs> you guys have like a bro thing anyway so um yeah like i some days i have these thoughts and it's all in my head and rick knows when i have these days because i tell him yeah. and i'm like i haven't changed at all i feel like the same person i was last year i feel unmotivated and annoyed and i'm just not where i want to be and then you always say to me you're like mimi no and I know you're not a liar, and you're very honest. So you're like, "No, you look different. Just keep going. This is a mental
1: state." Yep. And, and and mentally it's probably more challenging than the physical change because that's what you have to keep in check to be able to carry on doing the other thing so and that's another thing I wanted to touch on very quickly. When you go through a, a lifestyle change or a body change um, or any change, you have to you have to take the steps that get you there and it is a process because at first the change could just be getting yourself up out of bed and getting into the gym you know and you may not do the things that you're doing now for example at the start you may not be advanced of course or you may not you may feel like you're not doing that much but the fact that you're getting up and going those are the initial steps because once you start doing those things you'll only improve and progress and once you do that you can step it up it's like a diet I would never tell someone straight away to cut everything that they're eating and eat something completely different yeah. because it would not happen. You have to feed someone's mind sometimes slowly to get them pre- prepped and ready for what actually is about to come and what they're actually about to do. So, you, for example, you could say, I want to change. I want to go to the gym. I got a PT, blah, blah, blah. I want to change straight away. But realistically, the steps that you've taken just there are, are the initial ones. You've got yourself a PT. You've got yourself to the gym. Then you got to get used to the process and the feelings that you have of working out two, three, four times a week, however many times you're going to do it. And then once you've got that commitment in check, then everything changes.
0: Everything changes. I remember when I first started uh, training intensely with you, it was kind of hell for me. I was like, fuck, like you know, I, I, I was looking forward to it because of you and because yeah. of our friendship. And I was like, Oh, let's go hang out, you know, yeah. but the workouts themselves, like I was just kind of like unmotivated about the working out, but that switched. The second I started seeing tiny results, I'm like, fuck yes, I'm doing this now in the morning. I'm like excited. Exactly. Even if I'm sore, like I just want to go to the gym. You start
1: to love that feeling yeah. that feeling of soreness. No, your Your body knows that change is happening and and you're doing what you should be doing you're doing those things so it's a great thing
0: i've started loving the environment obviously if i'm sore i'm not gonna go crazy i'm gonna let my body recover but like i'll do a bit of running or like a bit of something um so i'm just literally obsessed with this lifestyle now and i would never change it for anything and let me tell you something i used to have a very different mentality i used to like going out and drinking and eating and you know i had a very different lifestyle and now how i view working out and living a healthy lifestyle, it's like changed my brain. Like I see it as such an amazing, fun, exciting thing. And it can happen for you too. So don't say I'm just not that kind of person because you can become whoever you want to become.
1: Well, the principles and the disciplines you take from having a change like that and and trying to be a, a better person or healthier or changing your lifestyle, it will literally change the way you do things throughout your life. So you're, you know the fundamentals you have to doing this are the fundamentals you're taking to doing, you know, projects or things with your work or or things with your family. You know, so there's always positives from from what we're doing and what you're doing, which is great
0: amazing okay two more questions that are quick ones tell me um all right so how many times a week should we really be working out and what types of workouts like if if i'm somebody with like a normal job and i don't have that much time what like when should i work out how much should i work out if i actually want to see some changes
1: well i think i'm more of a consistency person so even small amounts daily for example or four or five times a week half an hour of some movements and some exercises will make a change you know like if for example you so it really depends on uh each person's lifestyle but for me i like to do something every day so even if it's not uh, you know i don't really believe in the whole two hour training sessions back to back i don't yeah. i don't i don't think you need to do that i would rather you do half an hour to Take a lot of stress minutes. on your body yeah half an hour, 45 minute blast. And also, if you're working, like, for example, yourself with me, we work four or five times a week, sometimes or um, often. And I will never have you do a loaded session and then another loaded session. Yeah. It doesn't work. You one have day to be we dynamic, dynamic. Yeah. You have to be functional. You, you work one way. One day might be a loaded weighted session. Another day it'll be a functional session. More, maybe more stretch related. Maybe more recovery related. But you're still moving and, and stretching those muscles and working.
0: And putting yourself in that in, gym environment. In, in
1: that environment. Because you get used something. to it. Exactly. Next session after that might, might be more high intensity. Another session after that will be an, a, maybe a more um, local exercises where we're like really hitting the intricate parts of the body. So you need to be dynamic and you need to have those elements where you can continue to do things or sustain it two times a week three times a week four five times a week so the key is for me consistency and even if you do a little bit every day maybe your workout is not being in the gym maybe your workout is instead of uh driving 50 minutes to work maybe it's walking Mm -hmm. 45 minutes to work It'd Mm -hmm. be great for your mind space. It'd be great to clear your head. It'd be great for other things. Yeah, listen to a
0: podcast on the way. (laughs) Listen to a
1: podcast. Listen to anything, you know. Do something slightly different. That could be your workout. You think 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back is an hour and a half of walking. How many steps would you have taken then? So, you know, it doesn't have to be purely based in the gym.
0: Just move every day. Just do something. Yeah, totally. Do something our bodies are meant to move. The more we just like lay and sit and like we're at a desk all day and then we go home and sit on the couch. It's like the closer you are to dying, basically. It's 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 crazy.
1: There's no complete right way. Just do it.
0: Just do it. Don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. That's Frick's tagline. Just
1: get up and do it. So it could be, um, you know, you can manage, you could change uh, the tube for walking maybe one day or you know one day a week you, you do something like that it's just let's find ways to keep your body active and moving and, and then you'll be able to maintain the changes that you want
0: and you know why it's not even just about losing weight and being healthy the mental changes that i've noticed from working out consistently they're massive
1: yeah. it's that get up and that get up is what gives you going back to what you asked me about motivation that's what gives you motivation um once you actually start something, you actually start doing something, it those those fundamentals go into your lifestyle. So it, it benefits you for your day of work. It benefits you for um when one of your friends are going through a tough time and the way you respond to them is so positive, gives them a lift because you're doing something. Yeah. Which will allow them or give them the, you know, the get up to do something. So it's about that positive mindset, that positive state of mind.
0: Amazing. Mm. This is so great, and let's definitely do another podcast together soon, sure. all about like mindset, because this is such a like in-depth topic we can get into.
1: Well, that's something we can speak about totally on a full subject, because for me, mindset is key, and it's everything. A, lot of what, a lot of what I do, you know me, a lot of what I do and how I am as a person comes down to mindset. So
0: it's amazing, it's amazing. Thank you so much You're for doing this good. with me. We're actually currently in rick's car um in a parking lot recording this because there was no quiet space at the gym i'm gonna go work out you have a client now so we gotta run but i really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and tune in for next step it's
1: been great see you soon
0: bye guys